0: Hello, 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 welcome back. I'm glad you came back. That last episode on self was hot. And so when we left you last time, I left you with this thought, the sum total of you is the product of what you think and believe about yourself. And so today I wanna anchor this conversation in that concept of beliefs and beliefs that may have been shaped over decades, they need to be challenged to move forward. A lot of what we believe, well Leah was talking about this and Janine was talking about this in the last episode on self, that our environments and where we came from and how we grew up and when we were developing, Things that were dropped off and dropped in and, you know, we had some people loitering around that were littering in our lives and some of that stuff we allowed to come in and some of what we believe might have even get this been good for a past season, but it's no longer serving us in a positive way. Now, those beliefs need to be challenged. So this implies that you have a power within yourself to shape and to change how you show up in the world. And it's not just an implication. It's a truth. You do have it. And I shared in the first portion of self on this topic that how you see yourself through the lens of self-esteem and self-valuation, they're keys to unlocking who you will become. And I hope that you've spent some time thinking about it already. And if you haven't, I need you to go listen to episode 11 and listen to it more than once. Because there are some powerful gold nuggets in there that you need to extract for as we continue the conversation. So the panel is back here with me today and I'm going to focus the conversation on those two points. Esteem and valuation. This is Let's Talk Trash with Valerie Cheney and let's get down to it. So again, self-esteem, right? Is the combination of self-confidence, I can do it. Self-competence, I have everything I need to do it. And the feelings of belonging, I am in the right place to do it. And when these three things are operating at a high level, there is a dynamic and empowering impact on self valuation. You will see yourself as a highly functional and capable individual, having the connectedness of perhaps positive family and friend relationships. But the reverse is also true. When you don't have self-esteem functioning at a high level, you might feel disconnected. You might feel powerless. You'll lack the confidence. You might feel incapable of achieving the goals and dreams that you have for yourself. This might be causing feelings of debilitation and your value of yourself, how you value your worth and worthiness and importance are lower than they should be. The way you show up, the version of yourself that you show the world is at a level and a standard below where it should be. Why? Because again, the real you is hidden beneath the trash. So, I want to talk to you about a couple other things that deal with valuation. Because there is, I think that people, panel, when we think about our value, our worth, our worthiness, our importance, we connect it to how we may be functioning at any given stage and season of our life. And there is a difference between value and function and value, and what I call version. Here it is. I want to share this with you. Value versus version. So value and version are not the same thing. And I'm just going to use myself from the past. I've associated my value and version as being the same. But version, listen to this. Version is a manifestation of what I show to the world. It is my state of being. That's version. The manifestation of what I show to the world. My state of being is my version. It's what I am doing and it is how I am doing it. And version, listen, changes. Version changes based on information, stages, states, maturity, environments, version changes. Value, on the other hand, is constant. It is the established measure of you as a human being before you were ever born. Value your worth, your worthiness, and your importance is unchanged. Version is iterative. It is ever-changing, Growing, developing as we transform into higher, more productive states of being. Value is worth and worthiness. And no matter the perception or reality of how you are showing up, what you are doing at any particular time, your value is unaltered. Value is the truth of who you are in the world an important, necessary human being. Do not make the mistake from this day forward of doing what I did, associating how I was showing up, which might've been at certain points because of situations and circumstances at a lower level than what I could. It did not change the value of who I am. Okay, So I got a lot to share. The the team is going to jump in, but I got a lot to tell you about this. And so again, let's talk about this in sense of value versus function, because I think people confuse that as well. How I show up, the face I show the world, that's version. Function is what I do and how I do it. And again, I think that we make the mistake of assessing our value based upon what we might be doing at any particular point in time. Value, can this cannot be said enough because this is a problem. Value is constant. And what you may have been seeking is to actually function in alignment and consistency with your value. And, but you've been putting the measurement on the wrong piece of the equation. You've been putting the measurement and making adjustments to how you perceive value, where you really should be putting the measurement and adjustment on how you function in alignment with the truth of your value. I hope this is making sense. So, I was mistakenly being in pursuit of a better version and functionality and termed that value. But it was just that version and function and it had nothing to do with my innate set value and worth. So when you associate value with function, you will begin to communicate to the world around you that your ability to perform at certain levels for whatever goal or dream you are pursuing is your value. And that's not true. Instead, the focus needs to be on learning how to function according to your immutable value you already possess. So value has to lead. You have to lead with knowing your value is set. You got to lead with that. And then you've got to shape functionality and how you show up to be in alignment and to be a reflection of the value you already possess. And stop putting function inversion in front of value and telling the world that because I function like this today, my value is lower. Because I function like this tomorrow, my value is higher. No, my value is here and I've got the work I'm doing is bringing my function and the version up to the standard my value has set. That's the work. The work ain't on value. God already did that, which brings me to a soul sweep. Value will never change. Value will never, ever change. Whether you are on drugs, you are valuable to God. Whether you're sitting in a C-suite, you're valuable to God. Whether you live in a A mobile home, you are valuable to God. Whether you live in a mansion, you are valuable to God. And when you have a strong sense of value, you will not allow external or internal trash to continue to inform you or measure you inaccurately or inappropriately. I will not let Janine tell me my worth. Whether it's a good thing. Her words don't affect or inform my worth. Her words may affect and inform how I function to bring myself up to my value, but they will not inform my value. The strongest sense of value will always come from almighty God. The measure and standard of your value was established from the beginning. It is unchanged by any external force you can experience. Nothing in your situations or circumstances will ever change your value. It is forever set on a thousand. Is forever set on a thousand. And whether you are functioning at your highest and best right now, your value is a thousand. Whether you are functioning at your highest and best right now, it's on a thousand. And wherever you are in between, it is set. The truth is you and or anyone else can never change what God has established. So stop trying. Redirect that energy. Accept the truth that I'm telling you today. Your value is a thousand. You have worth to God. You are worthy of the goodness of God and good things that can happen in this life, you are important to God. You are loved by God. You are precious to God and you are a valuable part of the creation and the plan of God. That unapologetic soul sweep. Take it in. Process it. Believe it, let it shape your valuation and the metrics that you use to assess you. Don't allow anything other than that truth to inform how you determine your value any longer. And I need you to grab a hold of this truth right now and never let it go. Allow it to liberate you from the misinformation that has shaped some of your current beliefs about you. You are valuable. You are important. You are worthy. You are precious to the people who love you as well. So. Panel, I'm coming to you. I got one more thing to say. (laughs) A strong sense of value has five components to it. Five other things in addition to what I already told you. Strong sense of self-awareness. A strong ability to self-regulate. Positive social skills. Empathy and motivation. A really strong sense of self that is now anchored in the true measurement of value and esteem will manifest itself in your life in five ways. Self-awareness, self-regulation, positive social skills, empathy for others, and an ability to motivate yourself. And all of this starts with self. And Boilea said it as we ended the last episode. You own it. Stop selling yourself over to others to get them to do for you what you need to do for yourself. It's hard work. It can be excruciatingly painful, and I know it by personal experience is excruciatingly painful. I had someone who's doing this work, watch listening to these podcasts, watching it, call me yesterday and say, You did not say this would hurt like this. I said, Well, I might not have used the word hurt, but I have told you for many years, this work, this journey I'm on is excruciatingly painful. And at times I felt like a bloody mess. Yes, it hurts. It is for the courageous. And I know you all are because you would not even be listening to this if you didn't want to function and show up differently than you are right now. So panel... Let's talk to the listeners. They done heard from me now. I don't like, I poured it all out. I, I left it all on the table at this point. Let's talk about value. And I want to talk about it as I've done from the sense of really this impact on body image and health, because I, I really do believe. That And there are some young people, I'm surprisingly, I like, thank you, young people that are listening to this podcast and commenting, and they are being bombarded because they've grown up in an age that is different from ours, and there is media, and there is information overload coming into their lives, impacting how they see and value themselves, especially when it comes to body image. So Janine, talk to me about value and the impact on body image and health. And then, girl, I'm coming to you.
1: Thank you, Val. This is an incredibly important conversation and I'm so blessed to be a part of this. Um, When we talk about you know, how we think about things and how we value ourselves, we're talking about uh, what I call and what our coach community in the healthy community that we work in calls the inner game, right? And we like to call that, that's your inner game. And what you said, Val, was so poignant about doing the work, right? And if I can describe the inner game journey, it's this, put your mining hat on, okay? Because we're going to mine, we're going to dig deep and we're going to mine the best of ourselves out of us. And that's the work as humans, right? Now, I don't know about you, but I know that it takes an awful lot of pressure to make a diamond, right? So that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about doing the uncomfortable work, right? Making the unconscious conscious. What is running us every day? What are beliefs that really aren't ours, right? That are running us? And then what you said before, Val, is really recognizing that constant thing, which no matter what is happening in the world, we understand our intrinsic value. When we understand our intrinsic value and that fact in our minds is fixed, then it doesn't matter what is happening in the world, right? Because we know that the leader and the people with the most flexibility in the world stand the best chance of success and what gives us that flexibility is the knowing what our intrinsic value is and those are brain facts in fact we know here's some facts here we go behavioral scientists observing optimists versus pessimists and you know if you tend to be a pessimist you can change that you can we need to keep our brains happy right so now besides the fact that optimists are more persevering and successful in life they also have better physical health, right? Being optimistic involves highly desirable cognitive, emotional, and motivational components. And this is peer-reviewed research. Negative thoughts slow down brain coordination, make it difficult to process thoughts or find solutions. It hinders creative ability. It decreases the acti- decreases the activity in the cerebellum, right? the motion centers, right? Impacts the left temporal lobe, affecting mood, memory, impulse control. On the other side of this, positive thoughts, right? Positive belief systems in yourself, right? Synapses, increase dynamically, increase mental productivity by improving cognition, intensifies ability to pay attention and to focus, improves ability to think and analyze incoming data, improves ability to problem solve and enhance creativity. Can, can, I,
0: can I ask something right there? I want to yeah. connect something here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you said it, when we are positive, right? When we have mm-hmm. this positive image, positive mindset, mm-hmm. it impacts our ability to correctly analyze incoming data.
1: There you go. Absolutely. So
0: would it be fair for me to say the more that we as people connect to that positive self-image, positive aspects of our uniqueness and distinction, the the external images that come to us. And I just, I just feel led to land on this body image for a minute, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There are things encoded in Valerie's DNA. Yeah. And no matter how many images I see on TV, magazines, social media of a five foot 10, you know, completely just lean, slender woman, there is nothing that I'm going to be able to do to become that. I don't control that. And so I'm taking that, I'm going to be My fabulous five foot two. That's it. Reverse aging. Yep. Self and show up as her and be good with that. But where I'm going with that, what what I heard was when I feel good, I'm just going to bring this all the way down. Mm -hmm. When I feel good about me, those images, that information coming into me, I can rightly assess that, that yes, while that looks great for her or him, I don't need that for me. And I can look in the mirror and feel equally as good about my five foot two statuesque self as they do about their five, nine or five, eight or five, seven is, am I connecting that correctly?
1: I love this. And, you know, you had said it earlier when you just started speaking, it's about the way we process information. And, you know, we call it sometimes a lens or a filter, right? Mm -hmm. And you can choose and decide to process information differently than what your normal go to is based on what you, how you grew up, what your environment was, you know, some of the social mores that you learned, you can choose to process things differently. So for me, okay. And let me just try this on listeners. Okay. For me, things don't happen to me. They happen for me. And I always frame things like that. Even if they can be perceived as negative, even if I start to slip down below the line into a victim mindset, I pull myself back up above the line, open, curious, growing, not closed, defensive, and right. I pull myself back up and I say, okay, let me back up and look at this. Even let me look at that person who has, you know, the magazines are describing as an ideal image. Let me back up a little bit and let me reevaluate what my initial response was to that. How is this happening for me instead of to me? And whatever else that thought might be, it's all about flipping the script in our heads. It's all about that.
0: I love it because now it it just takes me to a place. All things work together for good. So even if the the stimulus is negative, it's going to work for my good choice or choice, choice, right? Whatever that is, my choice, my decision, my whatever, whatever is coming in that's challenging the truth of my value when I have the right POV point of view, Right. That's anchor in truth. When those things come in to challenge it, I can rightly assess that and discard what needs to be discarded and keep what I need to keep.
1: That's the empowerment triangle that we want to help our listeners get to every day, not the not the drama triangle, the empowerment triangle, right? And it's all about thoughts, right? Your thoughts how you frame stuff that happens to you, how you deal with stuff that happens to you, right? It is all within our control and it all affects us physically too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. I, well, I'm a, I'm a believer in that. Awesome.
0: Thank you, J9. For Leah, what can our listeners do to develop a strong sense of self-value emotionally and mentally? What, what's some thoughts for them?
2: So, some thoughts, um really, this is just gonna be an echo. um, I wanna you know, say um uh, blessings to our listeners. um and thank you again, Val, for having a having me as a part of this conversation. you really dropped some um huge nuggets, right? Like, I don't know, maybe they were boulders today. Um <laughs> I of feeling <laughs> like that,
0: we'll leave it today. <laughs> this, this is serious. Thing.
2: You dropped some boulders <laughs> on us today, but all good stuff. And um so Actually, it's really ironic. It's not ironic. It just is what it is. That um, what I have to share with our listeners really echoes what you and, and Janine um, were saying in terms of what we can do on a day-to-day basis. Understanding that it's our responsibility mm-hmm. and no one else's, and I think that's the huge. That's the that's the first step. Own it. You started mm-hmm. off by saying, "Own it. Own it. Own it." It is my responsibility to make sure, to make sure for optimal living and optimal presentation and, you know, optimal life experience is that I work on me. I do that hard work and it takes being honest with ourselves about where we are. And so um, the first thing that um, I thought of, so I have like five things, I think, five or six things, but really quickly, um, vision ourselves. Vision yourself. Vision, everything
0: we started with,
2: right? Yes.
0: In in episode one or two, creating a vision of where we want to be. Yes. Is that connected to this? That's connected to this. Vision yourself. Uh,
2: Vision yourself and write it down. Vision yourself and write it down. Who are you? Write it down. Rehearse it with yourself. I think we talked about in the last episode, our words matter. Say it out loud to yourself who you are. Do not wait for other people to affirm who you are. Vision yourself. Who are you? Who are you? And, that, and start with that and keep that as a basis to do these other things, right? Um, sure. okay. Continue your-
0: say, Do you think it would be helpful that those adjectives maybe that, or whatever it is, those phrases that folks might come up with that we, yes, put it down as a full vision, but could it be helpful to get some little sticky notes and post them up somewhere? So they're around. constantly seeing it?
2: Put it around, you know, go as deep as listen, set an alarm if you have to on your whatever device that every so and so often, right, you remind yourself of who you are, particularly during those times when things happen, right? Things that suggest to us that we are not who we say we are, that we have those reminders and that we go to those defaults. And I would suggest, just because of who I am, I would suggest to identify yourself as closely as you can with what the word of God says you are. Yeah, and okay, with what the word of God says you are. And um, because that is infallible, that is infallible and immutable. It does not change. You talked about that, right? That our value does not change. Invaluable, right? Invaluable. And so continue the assessment. Continue the assessment by doing these things. Make yourself an ongoing list of what your pros, your strengths are, your gifts are, your talents are, and then what we say is cons. But let's change that wording a little bit. These are areas of growth or they just simply need to be put out in the trash. There's no in-between. We got pros, we got areas that we can grow in, or it's trash. Decide which it is and act appropriately, okay? Okay. And then um, draw from and connect with others that are like you. Glean from the people that are like you. Stop trying to draw from people that are not like you. It doesn't oh, mean that you have to disconnect you yourself. One, one more time, can you just say <laughs> it Just One
0: more time.
2: Draw from or connect with others that are like you. Those are the people that you glean from. Those are the people that you not only glean from, but you make deposit because life is reciprocal. And sometimes we don't recognize who we are because we're just gleaning, 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 gleaning. We make no deposits so we don't see the impact of who we are on other people. So we have to do both. We have to glean and make deposits in with people that are like us, right? And the thing about that is you don't have to disconnect from people that are not like you. Just know who they are and that you can't glean from them. You can't tell them the power, the genius of you, because they're not like you and they're not going to get it. Save yourself, save yourself, have a different kind of relationship, yourself, save yourself, save yourself, <laughs> run Forrest,
0: run <laughs> <laughs> save
2: because yourself. the majority of your time with them, if you don't analyze the relationship properly, the majority of the time that you spend with them will be trying to prove to them who you are. We don't have time for all of that they either receive it or they don't and if they don't it's just a different kind of relationship you do not have to totally disregard disconnect throw folks out i'm not one i don't believe in it but anyway anyway you just have to know who people are and govern yourself accordingly
0: accordingly that's accordingly. what i tell my kids listen when that's somebody right. shows you who they really are believe it believe it and yeah. then secondly Make the adjustment, adjustment to govern yourself
2: accordingly. To govern yourself accordingly. Absolutely. Um, and then seek or seek and let's say seek and create opportunity to exercise you. Yeah. Seek, yes, if the app, if the platform doesn't exist or you're not being invited to the platform, create your own. Create your own. Create your own and be you, do it, do it, right? And so, and the last thing is periodically, and this is important and you alluded to this, um, Val, periodically check in with trusted individuals. Those people that are like you periodically check in with them and ask them to use adjectives to describe how you show up, what they get from you. And then if what they're saying doesn't align with the vision of you, make the adjustment to bring that into that space and and present yourself in those ways. And so that's what, and listen, that's everyday work. Everyday work, it's got to be conscious intentionality. That's my word. And then lay some expectation on it. Lay some expectation on it that um, because we are Fruit bearers, particularly those of us that are women, we are fruit bearers. We were created to bear fruit. What? Check the fruit, y'all, because the fruit gonna tell what kind of tree it is. Check the fruit. I'm done.
0: Check- <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, you are rocking it today, panel. <laughs> uh, you can see, listeners, you can hear the the fervent, just power, the energy, the force. This is important to us because we have been on this journey a while and it is daily hard work. And can I say something here? And then Jelene, I'll give you a last thought and I'm gonna wrap it up. I wanna say something here. And this is for, is actually for our brothers as well as sisters, but for our sisters a lot of time, but I'm, I've am i been encountering a lot of sisters lately that tell me it's hard for them to cry because they've numbed out under the weight of the trash. And, Sometimes our brothers think that it's not manly to cry. And I want to say to you, as you discover, you do this, digging yourself out from under this trash heap that you may be under, there are some painful moments. We know that because the TRASH acronym starts with traumas and triggers, Right. So we know that there are some things that are painful about it that can arise and just the work of it. But don't be weary in well doing. You're going to get to the positive outcome if you do not faint in this daily work. And so where I want you to know that first, do it. No matter whether it seems like the results are immediate or happening as fast as you want, that thought process is trash in and of itself. It took years to accumulate all of this, and it's going to take time to get rid of it. But I want you to know something. The tears that you may cry along the way of putting out this trash are watering the seeds of your future. So don't be afraid, don't have a negative perspective when crying, that is a part of the process. It is not only washing away the residue and the trace elements of the trash, but it's watering the seeds of the future you. So embrace that and I promise you, as you start to lift some of this trash from off of you, that numbness, that closed off, that doesn't allow tears to flow, it will go away. It will go away and embrace them when they come. Janine.
1: Thank you for this last opportunity. As, as you both were speaking, I was so moved to share one of the things that worked so well for me in this journey, you guys. Um, and this may you know, be an emotional moment for people. Um, I want everyone that's listening to take find a baby picture of yourself. Put it by your bedside. And I want you to look at that baby every morning and say, I've got you. I'm going to bring you back to whatever it was that you were supposed to be. And we have got the day. And I have the best baby picture of myself. I think I'm maybe 18 months old, maybe two years old, sitting with my family in front of the Christmas tree. And it's one of the best memories I ever had of myself as a child. And I remember one of the big things that happened to me when I got healthy and when I started to really do this work is that I remembered how much I loved people. Mm -hmm. And in my journey of losing myself for a while, I forgot how much I loved people. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things that I mined out of myself in the pressure of becoming the diamond that I know I am. And part of that started with me finding that picture and going, oh my gosh,
0: I remember her. I remember her. Mm -hmm. I think that's power. Uh, I'm just, you can see this is an emotional topic because it is so germane to every single one of us, how we see ourselves, if that's off everything, Everything that happens in our life will be off. This is emotional for every
2: single one of us. Girl, I see you shaking. What what you got? Woo-wee, that was so, I'm going to do that, Janine. I do have a picture and no wonder. This is the honest to God truth that every now and again, the Holy Spirit will bring that picture before me. Um, and it is, I am sitting in my mother's lap and must be about the same age as you described. I'm sitting in my mother's lap. This is in my grandmother's, um, in my grandmother's yard where that was the place of gathering. Um, that was before, you know, her long before her death, the death of my mom and all of her brothers and sisters. And it's just a time when our family was full and the hope of, existed of who we would who we were and who we would be and all of those things but i wanted to leave and so thank you for that janine because i'm going to do that that thing right there is um that that's powerful it represents so much because uh uh having a baby picture is before all of this all the all the trash,
1: yeah. all the trash. Ooh, That's you right gonna get,
2: you go you right. go you, you you're taking me I somewhere it's one. it's before all of that and but it kind of leads to what I wanted to leave with our listeners as we are wrapping up um you know this uh this 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 thing moving towards the end of this that um I wrote earlier Val when you were talking I am not the sum total of what I have been been through. I don't know if it was you I or you that we're talking. I am true. not the I sum total of what I have that been that. through or what has happened to me. That that's does not tell you about who I am. But what I am is I am the power and the authority that caused me to victor over all of those things. That's my value. That's That's who I am. I am the power of it um, because, and the evidence is that I am here today. I am in my right mind. I am um, producing. I am, uh, um, like you said, I am a lover of people. I'm able to um, uh, um, uh, communicate who I am. And um, I'm being reunited with that baby that sat in my mother's lap, Janine. That thing right there, that got me and I'm gonna do it. That got me, that got me because it just points me so close to, it wasn't many days prior to that, that I was in her womb and um, in her womb, I had come into her womb out of the thought of God of who he created me to be in his mind. He said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They are of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And so it just connected me with um, God's intent. Again, um, Val, you talked about it. God loves us. He loves us and has um, purposed such a future and a destiny for us, has given himself that we would have life and life more abundantly. And I'm I'm not done yet going after that abundant life. So thank you so much for that.
0: Absolutely. And as both of you were talking, I haven't seen this picture in forever. I'm going to have to reach out to my brother to even get it. And it brings me to like people talk about, you know, my, my love for fashion and how I dress and all of that. And the picture I got, it was as we come to this resurrection season, this Easter season The picture that I saw is when my parents were still alive and my brother was younger and my mother, she was a fast, she would be considered a fascinista. And I was dressed in a Navy blue dress with a name. That's how vividly it just came in front of me. A Navy blue coat I had on a hat tilted to the side, of course that was white with a navy blue ribbon around that hat, white gloves, white stockings, white shoes, and a little white purse with a blue ribbon. Can you see her? She is six years old standing in a family picture with my mom and dad with full confidence, safety, Assurance, just knowing that I was loved and cared for and important to somebody. I have not seen that picture in decades. But that little girl was whole in her soul. And I will not rest until the woman that she has become is also whole in her soul. Thank you, Janine. I'm gonna have to call my brother and get that picture. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And not only that, I'm gonna show it to my daughter. So she understands that she, her, what you love and the things that you're connected to and how we move together, which is in sync. That's my mini me, but she not just my mini me, that if I took, if I moved myself back and put her and her grandmother together, she's her mini me and it has flowed through. And so I'll show it to your children, get pictures of them and remind them of who they are right now, because it's taken us many decades to walk this journey and to get to where we're having this conversation today. Let's get them with the right point of view as early as possible to undo the misinformation and fake news that's coming into their space. So my final thoughts to wrap this topic up, this was powerful and I knew it would be, I knew it. I told you from the beginning, I couldn't wait to get to this moment because I know the impact that it is going to have. So here's some final things that I want you to think about. They are not even that deep. That a strong sense of self-value begins with knowing you are loved and you are accepted. Be empowered by the truth that your value is high and unchangeable. It's always a thousand. And here's the reality, you or no one around you has the power to change your value. It wasn't set by you and it cannot be changed by you. What you are empowered to change is how you show up and function in the world. And last, your job from this moment is to live out your value, manifesting the fullness of it in everything you do to achieve your goals and your purpose. And with that, we will leave you until next time. Make every day trash day. We'll see you again soon. Bye now.